Welcome to Iconic Talk. This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estate. I'm so excited to share everything I love about Winchester with you. I want you to be an informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market. If you want local knowledge, you've come to the right place. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy 2024. Can you believe it? We have come to another fresh new year. Um, this happens to be year three for Iconic Talk. So many episodes have come and gone. I am so excited about just painting a picture of what this new year might look like for Iconic Talk, for Winchester as a whole. Um, we're going to take today's episode to just get a recap of last year real quickly, share some of my highlights with you, and then also um, just cast a vision of what we think the real estate market will look for in 2024. We've done this a couple times over the years. Um, giving predictions, giving uh, just what expectations might be. And I'm excited about doing that again with you guys today. Well, just if you, if you missed it, you got a chance to give a little bit of your perspectives of what your New Year's resolutions might be um, on our social media. So hopefully you got a chance to see that. Thank you for participating. Um, and it's just neat to hear from you guys. Uh, feel free this year. I want to interact more with you, whether it be on social media or through messages. Share with me what you want to hear, what you want to talk about. I might even be taking more questions um, from you guys. I've done that a couple times over the years as well. But again, looking forward to what this year might bring. So some of my um, New Year's resolutions. I heard from you guys and some of you didn't have any. And some of you do, and that's fine. You know, if I think about myself, I normally am the person who does not give a New Year's resolution to myself. Uh, just That's just not a normal thing that I typically do. However, this year, I'm going to join the masses and talk about my fitness and talk about my diet. You know, it's <laughs> this is not normally the case for me. I'm typically a very fit person. Typically, I'm healthy. But I feel like since Thanksgiving, man, uh, this, the, the eating and the not really watching what I'm eating has taken its toll, um, packed on just a couple of pounds, more than I normally hit, and I've certainly gone over my oh crap number. I don't know if you guys have that. I'm sure you do. But you, you get to that point where you're like, all right, it's time to crack down and really watch what I'm doing. I'm a huge fan of intermittent fasting. Whenever I've done it before, it has worked. Um, just really trying to cut myself off at nighttime, um, not eat too late into the evening, and that's my bad habit. And then I can go uh, a good couple hours, several hours even, after I wake up without eating. Um, people think I'm weird. I don't do breakfast. I don't like breakfast food. Uh, I'd much rather just get up and go hit the ground running, whether it be doing work, emails, phone calls, maybe hitting the gym in the morning and then just go. And then I can make it into lunchtime. So that's my, that's my goal to really crack down here for the month of January, limit that um, diet to where I'm eating only between the hours of one in the afternoon until about 8.30 or nine o'clock at night. And if I can do that, um, I'll report back to you at some point in time and share I'm below my threshold of where I'm like freaking out. 
you know, because when you just, you just feel better about yourself. Right. So I'm the, I'm the be one of those go-to people right now. That's just like, I'm here to lose weight. Now I'm going to share a few facts with you. Let's look to what the Forbes health survey has done for the year 2024. The most common new year's resolutions, 48% of you out there have said you want to improve fitness. 38% of you say you want improved finances. Uh, That's pretty obvious. 36% of you said you want improved mental health. 34% of you said to lose weight, which also is equivalent to the 32% of you that said to improve your diet. So fitness, finances, mental health, weight, and diet are your top five New Year's resolutions here for the year 2024. Some less popular ones, by the way, happen to be traveling more, meditating more regularly, drinking less, and performing better at work. So, you know, there's your top 10 in a nutshell. Um, I'm sure one of you, you know, you fall into one or two of those categories, just like I do. So, new year, new you, let's just make the world a better place together and, and really tackle some of those resolutions to where we can be healthier, be safer, be more friendly to each other, and ultimately... Winchester then becomes a better community, right? Well, there you go with the resolutions. If we look now at the year in review, there's so many different things out there that we could touch on. And by the way, I think I shared this. I love watching those shows that talk about the year in review or listen to podcasts about the year in review for a specific um, genre, would be sports or pop culture or political stuff or entertainment. You know, so I'm going to give you some of mine here. By the way, um, I've, I've covered a lot of bases with the, these genres. I've been to these movies, heard some of the concerts um, that we're going to talk about. Athletes, here's, here's all my things for the 2023 highlights. Top movie. Here we go. Drum roll. Top movie. It grossed $636 million. Drum roll, please. Barbie. Can you believe Barbie? That fun, pink, iconic movie. Barbie is the top movie of the year. Top song of the year. We're looking at actually global streams. 1.6 billion global streams. Can you believe that is the song Flowers by Miley Cyrus? Flowers by Miley Cyrus. If if I was able to play it for you, I would right now. Um, But you know, there's other popular songs. And some of these, by the way, I'm pulling some of these stats off of the internet and there's some debate on a few of these things, but this is the global, um, the, the most widely streamed global song. So there you have it with that. Um, all right, now let's move on to highest paid athlete. Who do you think the highest paid athlete was this past year? It's going to surprise you. Now, I'm going to break it down for you. It is not a football player. It is not a basketball player. It is not a baseball player. It is, yes, yours truly's most um, favorite sport, soccer. Soccer takes the cake when it comes to highest paid athletes. The top three highest paid athletes of 2023 were all soccer players. Can you believe it? The number one highest paid athlete, Cristiano Ronaldo still is king of money when it comes to athletes. Now, they're combining his on-field and off-field revenue to where he is $136 million this past year. 
46 million dollars on the field because he plays in a in a Saudi league that is paying him amazing amounts of money but then 90 million dollars in advertising that is number one number two can you believe was Messi just behind him number three Mbappe the French player um you know so that is your um number four athletes when it comes to (laughs) when it comes to entertainment who do you think was the highest paid actor there is a big movie in the year he has numerous franchises that just gross tons and tons of money this one the this year no different mission impossible your top actor tom cruise he now has a net worth of 60 million dollars amazing right but he was the highest paid actor this year now when it comes back to music the industry um was shocked to see this happen the top grossing concert tour of the year they went head to head beyonce against taylor swift who do you think won that one yes taylor swift became the first tour in history to surpass 1 billion in revenue and set a new record for the highest grossing tour of all time. She calls it the Eras Tour. If you didn't see it in person, you can watch it in movie theaters, you, you can stream it. I ended up, I will admit, I went to go see Beyonce in person. It was amazing, but watching the Taylor Swift concert, just, yeah, I mean, call me a groupie, and it was done very very well great concert a billion dollars in revenue can you believe it that's amazing all right well let's talk a little bit about some of our local news just recapping the year we had the apple blossom festival the apple blossom queen was bella aston um daughter of sean aston and her other sisters have been queens before that was a special experience being here for in town for apple blossom this past year the 100th year took place for john hanley high school so the year before they graduated the 100th class all year they've been celebrating that they have been in existence since 1923 you've probably seen those maroon t-shirts out there that people people have been wearing um that that was a neat celebration that um happened in our town Frederick County um, became in they they were put in the top 10 percent of Virginia localities over the last decade for capital investment and job creation. So we are creating jobs here locally in our town. That is very impressive. Where our top um, top job creators, Valley Health, Frederick County Public Schools, Navy Federal Credit Union, Amazon, that huge big warehouse that we have in the north side of town and FEMA all are in the thousand plus class size over a thousand employees that they have to sports all of our local high schools did extremely well i'm not going to call any of them out right now there are plenty of great um student athletes in our local high schools that did amazing things with all the sports but i'm going to highlight shenandoah university i don't know if you remember this but back in september um shenandoah university made football history can you believe this They had the first female field player to play in an NCAA game. Her name is Haley Van Voorhees, and she um, got on the field, I believe it was September 25th, made national news stories for becoming the first female 
player to play in a football game. Yes, there have been kickers that have been played before. I'm a kicker, so I take a little offense at this because they're claiming it to be more significant than a kicker. However, I I, I appreciate that, getting on the field and roughing it up with the dudes. Um, Vanderbilt actually had the first female um, Division I player to to kick in a game a couple years ago, making a couple extra points. But shout out to Shenandoah University for making national news there in the football world. All right, so those are some of the fun highlights that I just was able to pull together for us to just glean over because I love doing that so much. And let's look deeper now into our local community when it comes to the real estate world. In the real estate world, it, you know, just in a nutshell, it it really balanced out. The, the number of sellers and the number of buyers in the market um, balanced out to where the supply and demand was really equal. And uh, it was not a crazy um, market like it was two years ago where buyers were overbidding on everything and losing out because of multiple offers. Sellers, if you were listing your house, it did take a couple of weeks on average to, uh, to sell it, but you are selling it. So the stats of 2023, the total number of listings in Frederick County and Winchester were 1,593. 1,593 total listings in the residential market for Frederick County and Winchester, which gives a volume of $677 million. So $677 million of um, those listings that sold, which creates an average price per house of $425,000 in Winchester and Frederick County combined. Now, we look back at the year before, and you say, well, how does that compare? The year before in 2022, there was 18, over 1,800 number of listings. So we were down 16% this past year of number of listings. That's significant, very significant. If you go back to the year before, there was over almost 2,300 listings. The year before that in 2020, over 2,300 listings. So significant decline from going from 2,315 to 2,293 to 1848 to now this past year, 1593 um, number of listings. That's significant. However, um, the sales volume did not drop off too much. It did dip. Um, Last year was at $751 million. So only an 11% dip if you're writing down these stats and following along. The average price per home rose. So I told you the average price per house now is at 425 the year before, it was at 406. So how do we synthesize those numbers? How do we interpret that? As I said, the number of buyers and sellers was pretty on par with being a normal market. The supply and demand was really balanced. That was due to the interest rates, right? So if we think about what that means to our market, it means that there is less houses to buy but there are fewer buyers out there when you compare it to over the last couple of years. That created the balance. Now, what are the predictions for this coming year? Because that's what everybody wants to look at. Everybody is worried about interest rates and they're wanting and hoping and praying that the interest rates will come back down. Well, let me read something to you from Forbes because this is fascinating. So Freddie Mac started keeping records of mortgage rates in the U.S. since 1971. Since then, historical mortgage rates have averaged at 
8%. They have averaged at 8%. And where are we now? Right under that. So I'll just pause right there and say we are in a normal market, right? So the fluctuations, I'll keep reading here. The fluctuations from historic highs and historic lows during that time has been dramatic. For instance, the mortgage rates reached a historic high of 18.63% during the week of October 9th, 1981. 18.63%. Can you believe that? In January of 2021, on the other hand, the average market rate hit a historic low at just 2.65%. So if you were one of the lucky ones that were shopping and buying around that time period, January 2021, just two years ago, 2.65%. That's why people are freaking out because they saw the historic low of all time of interest rates over the last 40 plus years. It's not going to return to that, guys. So if you're hoping to see 3%, 4%, it's not going to happen. So what does that mean for this coming year? Well, I'm going to post a link to a website here in my show notes um, because I'm looking at Forbes and I, I trust them. I, I like their clean and easy to understand information. But when you look at the predictions, there's a few experts who are sharing what is going to happen. Um, the National Association of Realtors chief economist, Lawrence Young, says this. Mortgage rates look to head towards 7% in a few months and into the 6% range by spring of 2024. That is really good news. Another U.S. Real, real estate senior analyst, Crystal Sunbury, said, assuming no significant economic shocks, mortgage rates are likely to continue to slowly ease over the next few months to reach 6% or 6.5% range by spring of 2024. Person after person after person in this article is saying the same thing. Some people think that it might hit 7%, but some people are still saying we could be hitting in the sixes. Guys, that is really good news. That is really, really good news. So what does that mean to buyers out there? Should you wait? Should you wait for this new low that might hit for this coming year? Well, it depends on your own personal timing. I always share with my buyers, do the best you can in the moment that you need to buy a house, get the best value, get the best house, get the best rate. You think about things, and, and this is something for a lender to really unpack a little bit deeper and further, but here's my prediction. I believe that the interest rates like that will fall down. They will come down a little bit from where we currently are, which is the high sevens. So they might drop by a half a point in the next couple of months. And then maybe even another quarter point and a half point after that. When that happens, my prediction is all you buyers who are out there waiting are going to pull the trigger. You're going to jump and you're going to say, it is go time. Let us go. Let's go buy a house. I even had a conversation with a new client that called me just the other day. Um, it was the second of the year and he's talking to his lender, a good old buddy, Marlon Beitzel. And he's saying, I'm ready to buy. I'm going to wait it out. I'm going to wait for that 6.5%. I'm like, that's good idea. Let's try it. But here's your warning. This is what I told him. And this is what I'm going to tell you guys right now. The warning is the supply. I am not 100% certain that the supply of houses is going to incrementally improve and increase at the same rate 
of the buyer demand. I'll say that a different way. Remember, we talked about how supply and demand right now is causing it to be a normal market. It's not a craze. Well, if there is a greater demand than the supply, meaning all you buyers out there are waiting for spring to hit, wait for that 6%, 6.5%, 6.75% interest rate, and you're going to pull the trigger, what's going to happen? There's going to be another craze, and there's going to be more multiple offer deals happening, and there's going to be more buyers losing out on offers because they didn't bid high enough over asking price. That is a high likelihood of what might happen. If that happens, what then happens to the prices of the houses? They will keep going up. House prices are going to continue to go up anyway, but it's going to be the supply and demand that is going to start driving the prices higher. What happens when prices get higher? Well, let's think about it. Okay, you got it. What happens if prices go higher? Your mortgage payment will go higher, right? So if you think about it from uh, just take a quick 300 or 30,000 foot snapshot view of what to do, when should you buy? When the time is right. Even if, the, even if you find the right house right now, you still might be able to get it at a better sales price than you would if you wait until the spring. When you get the house at a higher sales price, but yet a lower interest rate, it'll probably be a wash to your mortgage monthly payment. You following me? So if I'm predicting, I would suggest to buyers now, just start shopping, look for the right house, and strike while the iron's hot when you know that you want to pull the trigger on something where you're not fighting other buyers out there because they will be coming. So I'm going to share this link of the Forbes um, article with you guys because I think that's going to be important for you to think through. Talk to your local lender. I promote my own bites a lot. There's plenty of other good um, lenders that I work with that I know around town. Hit me up. I'll share with you what the, the real scoop is on that. But those are my predictions. I really believe that we're going to get better interest rates. And I really believe that there might be a little bit of a more of a craze. Now, push a pause on the button. I'm going to speak out of both sides of my mouth now. Because if that holds true, if there are more buyers out there, that is going to hopefully, <laughs> hopefully drive more local sellers, more of you who are out there waiting to list your house because you don't know where you would move. You're either going to upsize your house because you're looking for more room for your kids, for your family. You need the space, but you don't want to pay the high interest rates and you don't know where you're going to live. Or on the other side, you could be getting a little bit older, retirement uh, age, and you're wanting to downsize your house and you want to, both of you people are looking to stay in town but you're not listing your house because you don't know where to go. This could be the year to pull the trigger. If we want to keep to a normal supply and demand where we're at a balanced market of equal number of sellers and equal number of buyers, where it's a nice, simple kind of game out there for realtors, <laughs> for all of us to work with, you people who are looking to list, who are looking to ups, upgrade or downgrade their house, waiting to pull the trigger, this is going to be your year. I'm going to suggest that to you because 
We need you. We need that to keep the ball rolling, to keep the dominoes falling in order to not have a crazed market of too many buyers out there because the interest rates have happened. Got it? Makes sense? So now's the time to start prepping your houses. Now's the time to start thinking about looking and shopping as you're looking to stay in town locally to buy a house, start working with your realtor, start working with your lender to figure out what that looks like for you because you just might hit the sweet spot. You might hit a good market to sell come early March, um, early spring, and then you might get some better interest rates for yourself when you're buying. Make sense? So that is that is my hope and goal for the year, that it's going to be a great year for Winchester. Prices will continue to rise just slightly, but not crazy, and interest rates are coming down. I'm excited. And that that gets me excited because I know that I know there's plenty of you out there who listen to me who I work with in the past and you're in that holding pattern and I want to find the right house for you. I want to be able to help you get that up upgraded house or get that downsized house to be able to help your family out, make your lifestyle look a little bit easier. So um that is the prediction over the next couple months. I'm excited. And I, I hope you guys can hear that in my voice. Well, let's move on to wrap up this particular episode today by doing what we always do and look towards the local events of the next couple of weeks. I will start by saying coming up here um, in just really the next day or two, I've never promoted this location. I'm excited about it because it looks really cool. This is going to be the completed works of William Shakespeare at Winchester's Little Theater downtown. Um, if you've never been, it's a really cool place. They've got some great actors, uh, who are going to be performing, uh, just all 37 plays in a nutshell in under two hours. <laughs> um, they said it's going to be an irreverent writers romp through the play where you get a chance to have some fast paced, witty, um, laughs for all people. So Shakespeare lovers, Shakespeare haters, come on out. Winchester Little Theater presents that. That's going to be um, kicking off January 5th. It runs for a couple weeks' time, so get your tickets today for that. Next on the list is um, you know something that I've never been to. Um, it seems pretty cool, pretty interesting. It's at the Sportsplex. For, I've been to the Sportsplex, but I've never been to this. They are having a Jurassic Empire indoor event at the Sportsplex. You'll be able to see gigantic, ultra-realistic dinosaurs come to life, see the T-Rex, see the Brachiosaurus, see all the baby dinos out there. You get some dinosaur bones and rides and um, virtual reality rides and themed bounce houses, giant slides, you name it, a whole big thing. You get a ticket in advance and go see the dinosaurs at the Sportsplex this coming weekend. Um, it's, it just seems really cool. So I'm excited about that event. That's going to be at the Sports Bless this weekend. Next, talk about next week. There is going to be West, by the way, West Oaks always has things happening. I'm going to talk about a unique small thing that they're doing at West Oaks, um, on Wednesday, January 10th. They're actually doing a terrarium workshop on Wednesday night, um, from six 30 to eight o'clock where you can, Join uh, one of the one of the co-owners, Kate Snap, and see how to hang a six-inch hanging terrarium to be able to make a cool little environment for plants and succulents and things like that. And hang it, get a ticket, um, get it in advance. That way, you can let them know that you're going to be coming. You get a drink with that ticket as you hang out for the night. It'll just be a fun uh, winter 
outing there at West Oaks. And then last, last but not least, James Charles has an event coming up where they have historically, during these winter months, done um, what they call uh, almost like a premier brunch bar event. And on Sunday, January 14th, it starts up and they're going to be um, they to have food. They're going to have drinks. This month's brunch is going to be from 12 o'clock to 2 o'clock. There is a, a ticket that you can get in advance, $25. They're serving chicken and waffles um, there for James Charles uh, Brunch Classic. And obviously you get some drinks. You can get tickets in advance to sign up for that. Um, they are requiring five-day booking in advance. So go to the website that I'll share that link with you as well to learn more details about that James Charles event. Well, thank you um, for listening to this episode. You know, I'm, I'm always excited to share things with you. I hope you learned something from today and uh, hope to share more with you in a couple of weeks. I'm excited about the guests that we're going to be having. We will continue to promote our local community, our local businesses, and our local partners, because without you, the world does not go around in Winchester. When you re- and remember this, when you look for a real estate professional, make sure they're experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated, and available. And we definitely want you to spend your valuable time um, with me, with our guests. So take a moment, subscribe, share this podcast with your friends, let them know that you can find Iconic Talk on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks to our editor extraordinaire, Simi Natalia, and our social media queen, Liv Gordon. Until next time, think Iconic. <laughs>